0: Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan.
1: Top of the morning. Well, this is a weird morning, isn't it? So far,
0: it looks like winter again, for one thing.
1: Wow, I kind of like that spring (laughs) that we've had since uh, last fall. But hey, uh, we got it. It's uh, very slippery in places, Mm -hmm. and I know our winter skills. Yeah. Wow. Wow.
0: And some people got nothing. I mean, inland a bit from the lake, uh, where you are, I guess. You didn't have anything early this morning. Yeah,
1: we drove down from Island Lake, yeah. and uh, as we're getting down past the Ganesan store and uh, mm-hmm. all that, we looked ahead there, and I thought to my, my wife, she's driving. Yeah. I said, looks like fog up ahead. <laughs> then I turned on my uh, radar on my phone, and I said, it's not fog. Yeah, yeah. boy. It's amazing. pretty ugly stuff. Very slippery. Mm-hmm. Let's see what's going on in Superior, Wisconsin. Pat Kukul, good morning.
2: Uh, good morning to you. Um, no. Yeah, this is kind of a, like a nice surprise in a way because it's going to be gone in a couple hours and it'll melt again. But you know, just remember—you don't know, remember what snow looks like. It's good for us. Really. Yeah, right. Uh, is it snowing right now in Superior? No, it quit.
1: How much did you get?
2: Not—I don't know—an inch since blowing. We had quite a bit of a wind. Ah. Yeah, we we had in fact that yeah, I was surprised by that. We had quite a bit of wind, but people were driving very, very nicely when I came to work. Well
1: I didn't see was, any of those.
2: Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was surprised myself. They were very, very cautious. So I thought well, that was a plus, you know, that was good.
1: Yeah, I think we so. got we got fortunate uh, when we made a turn to come down Sixth Avenue East. It was a uh, I guess county or state a big truck snowplow with sand dripping out the back and a blade up front so we were fine. And then we turned on 3rd Street and we didn't have him. Then it got ugly. Yeah. And Lake Avenue was very slippery. But things are improving. This was like an hour and a half ago. Just be cautious. Yeah. Remember your old skills.
2: Yeah. I know we always seem to forget, don't we? Mm-hmm. That it's very, very swivelly there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, especially at the intersections. Yeah, this is really. You know, we just, everybody's, of course, talking about the weather and how mm-hmm. it's going to affect things, and truly, you know, I feel so bad for the businesses that are snow-dependent, you know, um, it's, some, it's just like a trade-off, but uh, the fire, or the worry of a potential fire, you know, in the spring is a real one, so we have to remember we can't do anything about it, but you know, God is in charge, or the weather God is, anyhow. You know. Good point. Well, yeah. uh,
1: I was going to have a uh, weather, uh, a meteorologist from the Weather Service here in Duluth on to talk about this, that, and the other thing, and uh, I think we're, I don't need to talk to him now.
2: No. I told you everything.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we're going through a, a period now. We're in spring, and it won't be long before we'll be uh, hunting things. Well, turkeys. Yeah. You know,
2: yeah. yeah, the turkey, the turkey banquet's in, over here March 1st, as opposed Belgium hall. if you care to participate. Uh, that's, you know, that's the latest thing. People are still shooting, of course, there's strap shooting at Superior Trap Club, and and uh, range shooting, so you know, which that's been very good for us and for the shooting sports. But a lot of people have been taking advantage of this little lull in time and bringing guns in to be cleaned or looked at, which is, I'm very proud of that when they do that. One thing, and this is not usually something I talk about this time of the year, but it's got to do with choke tubes and shotguns, and we've been seeing an abnormal amount of stuck choke tubes, and the reason for that is because you have to put some, just a little dabble, do you, Some grease on some oil, anything, anything. Before, so it, you, put with, yeah. huh? Before yeah, you put it in. Yeah. Before you put it in. It, it, it's, it's, it takes a second. I mean, in some of these, you know, we send them out to Almonds and Morristown, we can't get them out of there, and that's usually a $100 bill minimum. Some cannot be, so you have a choice of re- replacing the barrels, which now start at $300 Ooh. depending on the gun. So, this is truly something that could be prevented, it really, really could be, and it, you don't. Know, it's just a little bit, like I said, just a little amount. If you don't have anything, any grease, then put some oil on there. It makes all the difference in the world. I hate to see it, you know, because it's a costly thing. Yeah. So I, I'm surprised, but again, people I think are taking time right now. Um, to do this in this downtime, uh, and or maybe you know we've been selling a lot of safes. Maybe they are taking them out of the old safe, putting them in the new safe, and yeah. taking a look. Yeah, and a person needs to do that yeah. with their with their firearms. They really do. You need to take, look at them, see how they're doing. If they got any rust or what's happening, it's important rather uh, than wait to the last minute.
1: If uh, my choke tube doesn't come out, then I me personally te- uh, would tend to put a big rod down there and pound on it.
2: You no, know, Bad idea? No, think about what you just said, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> you go stand in the corner for a minute. Okay, then I won't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bad idea. So it's they get perfect.
1: rusted in or they just get
2: expanded, well, contracted? Well, the powder solidifies. Oh. It, it turns into something real close to concrete. Real close and uh it, it like I said, it just doesn't take much. It's you know like anything else in the world, but the powder just turns to concrete is the best thing I could say. All right. Yeah. Is there
1: a treatment we should do to that choke tube before we put it on and uh, yeah,
2: there's there's you know, like everything else in the world we have specific grease for that says choke tube lube on it. That's is, a good it, clue. Yeah. It's a good clue and it's kind of a new point, but you know, any type of oil, the grease is better, it's thick. Yep. And, uh, and it goes on there, and it just takes not even a minute. So that's something you can do if you're looking at your shotguns right now and take all the tubes out. If you're really lucky and you get one stuck in there, hopefully it's a modified, which is the best all-around one you can get. But, so, yeah. I'm, uh, it's, yeah. Well,
1: well, I just got to say this, comma. Uh, I was kind of kidding
2: you, you about were, the pounding on it. You were.
1: All. Yeah. <laughs> I learned a lot from my grandfather, and if it, if it <laughs> doesn't come out with a two-pound hammer, then it's in there.
2: Well, we do sometimes have a wheel around here to get a bigger beater or something isn't yeah. going well, but yeah. that's not a good choice for that.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, I was actually in your store uh, early in the week, and you have a wonderful supply of clothes, not just hunting clothes, but good knock-around clothes.
2: Yeah, we do. Yeah, we really do. We'll be taking some of those to the show and putting a nice sale price on them. And some of them are on sale right now. Yep, that's for sure we do. And now with this little burst of cooler weather, you know, mm-hmm. it's a reminder again. I finally put my kept my boots out of the closet. They were lonely. <laughs> snow boots.
1: <laughs> snow boots. Grandma, what are snow yeah. boots?
2: Yeah, they were kinda of mad being
1: there, so Okay, we gotta scoot here. Uh okay. ours for Spirit Shooter Splat.
2: Monday through Friday, nine to six, Saturday nine
1: to five. We're here to help you out. Yep, and you're good at it. Thank you very much. You bet. Bye bye. So uh Minnesota DNR. This is interesting if I get my glasses that I can read with here. Mm. How do you like these, Dave?
0: Nice. Yeah. Mm, yeah. They look like glasses. They
1: are. Um this is for really blind guys. Mm-hmm. The DNR Fish and Wildlife Almanac includes time to buy new hunting and fishing licenses. Oh, Minnesota! I don't have the poop on the Wisconsin license. Should ask Pat. Yeah, well, we had her on there. <laughs> time to buy that license. A uh, couple of bucks, get it in your pocket. So when time happens, we might uh, have wonderful fishing when the ice is out here. We. Maybe it won't be eyes. Time to buy that new license um, for anglers and hunters. <sighs> Stop at your favorite spot and get the uh, scoop on that. I think you can uh, charge it or pay cash or anything like that. You can probably also get it uh, with the Internet system being so magic when it works. We had problems yesterday at our house with that Internet thing. And then the Minnesota DNR has classes for, or classified, I should say, 13 invasive plants and animals as problems that are prohibited. And some of them are very strange. We'll talk to Russ Francisco here in a second. Is he up? No. uh Well, we'll take a break, and I'll uh, <laughs> see if I can all right, get some of that.
0: We will be back. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan.
1: John Denver? You got it. His real name is? John Denver, I don't know. John Dutchendorf. Oh, okay. And the weird thing is, he lived about three blocks from me, and we never knew it. I didn't know that. Because he was Dutchendorf.
0: Oh, I see. Not Denver. (laughs) Gotcha. I can see why he changed his name.
1: Yeah, easier to spell. Right. Johnny Charlstrom, that's easy to spell. Good Mm -hmm. morning, John. Good morning. So we're driving... uh, South on Rice Lake Road, a few hours ago, and we passed your house there, and I said to my wife, "Looks like fog up ahead. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't no, it was snow. Yeah. I forgot what that was yeah, how much snow do you have there?
3: Um I would call it a dusting okay, yeah, you yeah. couldn't really measure it, but there's a there's a covering on the grass
1: well, that's good, we need it. we do need it, yeah. To- it got heavier as we got closer to Lake Superior, which is a pretty good clue where that moisture came from. Yeah. So, I've uh, got a note from the DNR in my box this morning. It says, we, I've got to, or we've got to, uh, refresh our licenses. Have you sold many yet?
3: Uh, we, just this last week, when the new ones have became available, we started, started getting a few off the door. And... Uh, Come uh, once March first rolls around, which isn't that far away, and mm-hmm. we'll we'll start selling a lot more. that's that's when they go in effect.
1: So today's the twenty third. Thirty days has September. Yeah. yeah, we got a week. Yeah.
3: We got a week. Got a week on our, our twenty three licenses and then it's time for the twenty fours.
1: Do you save your license, put it somewhere as a memory?
3: I save it in my Wallet, And as soon as I put the new one in, I throw the old one out.
1: I put the old one oh. in the mouth of a ten pong walleye that hangs in the basement.
3: <laughs> oh, man. He must have a mouthful by now. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's, he's getting kind of full. It looks ugly. Yeah. Yeah, she says it's time to clean him out.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see what the price of the first one that went in there. I'll about three bucks.
1: Wow. Yeah, I think you're about right. I oh, used to get hunting license, too, with the fish and hunting. Yeah, cool. So have you heard anything? Is anybody going out catching fish?
3: There's still a few, a few people getting out. Uh, I know they're still getting a, a few crappies off of Fish Lake, and they're still getting a few northerns off of Rice Lake, and
2: mm-hmm.
3: still a couple of walleyes and some perch coming off of Boulder.
1: Nothing changes then, does it?
3: Not a whole lot changes. We've been kind of in this same fishing pattern for about the last month.
1: Yeah. Um, when we were passing your shop this morning, a guy was turning in. It looked like he was a nice fisherman.
3: Yeah. Uh, I was just talking with Kathy, and, uh, and she said she had a surprisingly good morning of business already. So we're. Good. We're. Uh, We've got some people coming through. Oh,
1: that's great. That's great. Well, archery, too, is is a good uh, exercise this time of year.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and we, we just took in the the largest shipment of the season so far of um, Matthew's Bowls. There's a new model called the Lift, and we have quite a few in stock. And if you want to see the latest and greatest in archery technology, Come check it out.
1: Okay. What are your hours for archery?
3: Archery opens up every morning at 9 a.m. and goes till 8 o'clock at night, uh, 7 on Sundays.
1: Yeah, and the front desk or the bait shop?
3: Bait shop opens up 6 o'clock in the morning, closes at 8 and 7 on Sundays.
1: Kathy there every morning? She is our Monday through
3: Friday, and then... uh, some of the, the high school kids we have, yeah. um, Maddie and Larissa, they, they are the, the weekend openers.
1: Are they all related to you, everybody that works there?
3: Nope. Uh, right now, the only relative is Kathy. Kathy's cousin, and the, uh, Larissa and and Maddie, they are uh, just uh, mm-hmm. neighbor kids that we've collected over the years.
1: Yeah. Well, she's always fun, Kathy. She always gives me a good a good ration of it when uh,
3: I talk oh, to yeah. her. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to get some, some grief, and it's, it's always a good time.
1: Grief, good word. Johnny, thank you very much for coming in early. <laughs> Appreciate it. 9.30. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll get Russ Francisco in just a minute.
4: As we step into the new year, it's time for a new you and a new career. The 148th Fighter Wing invites you to explore exciting opportunities in 67 dynamic career fields that seamlessly translate to the civilian sector. Serve your way and make big moves without moving away. Right now, the 148th is currently offering $15,000 bonuses for numerous career fields. Call the 148th Fighter Wing today at 218-788-7818. That's 218-788-7818. And soar into the new year.
1: For quality meats and catering, try b b Market in Cloquet. See their wide variety of meat bundles and the latest specials now at b That's b Open seven days a week. It's b Market on the top of Big Lake Hill in Cloquet. You're listening
0: to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Charlie? Hmm?
1: Charlie? Charlie Rich. Did you happen to see the most beautiful girl? Yeah, she, she gave me a ride to work this morning.
0: The most beautiful girl in the world? There hey, you go. Yeah. Well, you, now you get to ride home, too. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That's
1: right. And uh, right, we'll know good. the roads are in better shape than they were this morning. Right. Russ Francisco, top of the morning.
5: How are you?
1: Good. You've been busy, huh? Uh, I have.
5: I, was, uh, um, I had a, a physical this morning and we ran a little late, that's all. Oh, how's the hand doing? Oh, hands doing good. I, they, they, uh, I'm bending the fingers already. Good. Oh, making, almost got it into a fist. They said it would take about, you know me. I mean, they said it would take two to three weeks before I could make a fist. And it's been three days. Yeah. I'm, I said, next time I see you, we'll be ready to roll here.
1: <laughs> Guys, way to go, fellas. That's how we do it. Well, we had the boat home show, or no, the boat show, boat sports travel, whatever. Sure was
5: good, busy, That's, a lot of people.
1: Yeah, it really was. Yep. Lots and lots of stuff. Did you sell well?
5: We did. It was a big electronics year. It's it's funny because uh, uh, it, people are already rigging their rig, rigging boats and pulling them out of the garages. So uh, normally it would be a rod and reel show, and and which was fine too, and some other things. And you know, they'll so be back to get some electronics as soon as it warms up. And I get the boat out. This was a uh, I need to I need to have this. Can I take it today? Yeah. I'm going to mount it on the boat this weekend. And so that, that's what we've been faced with right now. But we've been staying ahead of it. We've been we've been hauling stuff in like crazy and and uh, keeping people going.
1: John Myers is uh, one of the fine writers for the Duluth uh, paper. Yep. And he had a story the other day. Is forward-facing sonar too much tech? (laughs) Yep. Um, I kind of thought there might be a a possibility on that. What do you think?
5: Well, I think, you know, is it too much tech? I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, I was talking to John about that, and I Mm -hmm. said, no, we're not going back to rubber tires, and we're not going back to... (laughs) You know, I think the tech is fine. I think the problem is if you use the tech uh, and you put fish back in the lake and things like this, I think we're fine. Mm-hmm. It's people that might. You know, wipe out whole small lakes Because they have this technology I think that's the worry um, But is it fun? It's fun to use It's a blast to use I mean, you can learn a lot yep. Other than just catch fish You can learn a lot about a lake watching what happens underneath it You know, so sort of fun
1: That's a very, very good point You can see the bottom You can just p- picture it in your mind When you've got the electronics out I don't have forward-facing technology yet Is it expensive?
5: Yeah, it can be anywhere from... Uh, $2,000, $4,000, depending if you already have a screen or don't, or whatever you have. But you know, the other thing is you can do it in perspective mode, which is facing straight down.
1: Yeah. And,
5: uh, and that's a lot of fun, too. That's watching fish relate to jigs. Uh, we've done this before. We've cut the hooks off the jigs and just bounced jigs and watched all the fish and how they react to them. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's, you can learn a lot. You can learn a lot about a lake. You can learn a lot about how fish habitat and how they react to things around them. It's it's, it's a lot of fun that way. But the um, big thing I always tell people is, look, you just can't take every fish now because you're going to See them a lot faster. Cut your time time to catch fish down. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, that's what we're working on.
1: I have seen some of the videos that, uh, well, TV shows and stuff, <clears throat> and how the fish, on some of the electronics, you can actually see them go from over here towards the bait over here or away from it or deep, sit on the bottom. That's a, just incredible to see that. It really is. Yes, it is.
5: It's pretty amazing. Yep. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> got some good deals we do here's the deal we're gonna we're gonna run this ice fishing stuff uh this half price clothing and boots and hats and gloves and mitts and uh, ice fishing rods and reels and stuff uh through the weekend here and we'll we'll uh as Next week, we'll start putting uh, summer stuff up. We're going to start today, actually. We'll see if it gets a little nicer later on today. Mm. Uh, we've already got uh, the summer gear up. and We'll start putting all the summer jigs up. Uh, we'll have a bunch of Rapala coming in today or tomorrow. We'll get all that up. So hopefully by next week, uh, we'll, we'll be on our way. We've got to go to Minneapolis for the sports show. So oh. we're going to try and have the store ready to go before we go, because when we get back, uh, it's going to be 50 degrees zone. Yep. Where's that show down there? Uh, it's at the convention center. Downtown Minneapolis. Yeah, downtown Minneapolis, yep.
1: Uh, with lousy parking.
5: Um and expensive. But Oof. but it's a popular show still and so we'll go down and do it and then uh and then we'll come back and we'll have all kinds of specials. Remember, Hummerbird still has five hundred dollar rebates on nine 9-15 through 15 inch screens, and they'll do that through the 31st of March. So that's, that was the big hit of the show, and it still is. Uh, $500 back on a machine that would normally be, you know, $1,600. So we give people $100 off, and then the factory gives them $500 off, send up 1000 bucks into a 9-inch screen. So it's a pretty good deal. Wow. Alright. Thank you, Russell. Appreciate it. Okay. See ya. Bye-bye.
1: Nice to have you on Yeah, the uh, weather is a little spunky around here. The snow has diminished mm-hmm. in places
0: right around the lake
1: you had radar up a second ago yeah. dave looked like things were it's pretty
0: much yeah it's just kind of sticking around right where it was it's not nearly as heavy as it was but it's still snowing yeah and snowing. the winds have died down just a little bit we had 35 mile an hour winds this morning off the lake yeah blowing that snow around it looked like a blizzard out there for a while but yep it's uh, calmed down considerably but the roads are slippery especially if they haven't been treated yet so be careful yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's it's such a small area too. Yeah. You could be driving along, everything's fine, and right. boom, you got snow underneath your feet there.
0: It has expanded to the southwest along I thirty five. Moose Lake was getting still getting snow, so okay. they're getting a piece of it too. So,
1: I was going to call the weather bureau. Ah. Uh, I can't get through right now. They're oh, they're okay. a little busy. I would imagine. And my question, I wanted to talk a little bit about. How the lack of moisture, and mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to stay with that term, yeah. lack of moisture, over the winter yeah. will maybe affect our groundwater supply, which would affect our, some of our reservoir lakes. Yeah, it could very well be. And uh, hope to get to that as, you know, before right. not too much longer. But uh, drive with care, it's yep. a bugger out there.
0: We'll take a break and yep. be right back.
6: I'm Tim Lesmeister, and this is from the Pages of the Outdoor News. We were on a great crappy bite, and it was right in the middle of the day. The fish were coming in fast and furious, but all of a sudden, boom, just like that, it quit. I looked up at the big screen that the underwater camera image was on, and what did I see? I'll tell you, but first...
4: Since 1967, generations of Minnesota sportsmen have trusted Outdoor News to keep them up to date with the latest news, pro tips, features, fishing reports, gear reviews, and more. For less than a buck per week, you can carry on the tradition and join thousands of Minnesota sportsmen by subscribing to Outdoor News. Whether you prefer a printed copy in your mailbox each week or the convenience of up-to-the-minute news on your smartphone or computer, we've got you covered. Subscribe today at outdoornews.com slash subscribe.
6: It's one of the benefits of using an underwater camera when you're fishing is you get to see what's going on under the hole. We were on a great crappie bite, and it was right in the middle of the day. And all of a sudden, the action just quit like that. Boom. No more bites. So I looked up at the big screen that our underwater camera image is on, and there it was, a big northern pike. And then another one, and then another one. They had moved in these big northerns, And they were feeding on a bunch of bait fish that had also moved in to the area that we were fishing. So we scrambled. We pulled all of that crappie gear up as fast as we could. And we started dropping some bigger sucker minnows. And these fish were looking them over. It seemed like they were there moving around, but they weren't actually biting anything that was under the holes of our shelter. The tip-up flag started popping, though. So it seemed that they didn't want any of the action that we were providing them from where we were sitting. But, man, did they love those tip-ups. And now we had some incredible non-stop hike action happening. It pays to know what's going on below the hole. This is from the pages of the Outdoor News.
0: You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan.
2: Me too. <laughs>
0: Dave Clark 5. It's a medley of their greatest hit. Uh, they have a bunch of hits. Are you kidding? Yeah, they're probably second to the Beatles. With, Get out of here. With the early uh, British invasion stuff.
1: Name another one.
0: Uh, Glad All Over. Okay. Uh, Do You Love Me? Uh, because?
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're looking at the screen there. You're well, reading I'm, that. It's
0: helping Yeah, It's helping me a little <laughs> bit.
1: No, it's... Good, I always... That
0: and the Rolling Stones, of course, and the Animals. Well, there's all kinds of uh, British Invasion bands, yep. but this was one of them.
1: Um, one of the better ones.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Back on the Forenzy, <laughs> Dave Miller, top of the morning. Oh, good morning.
4: Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Dave, and good morning, everybody. And can you hear me okay? I'm driving.
1: You're driving too fast. Slow down. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know, I'm heading east on highway two and and had to stop and plow at the store and, you know, get the things cleaned up and and then uh by the time I got to the junction at two and fifty three it was yeah. snowing but just barely white, but yeah. now kinda of heading into Poplar, it's getting a little whiter again.
1: Huh. Uh have you plowed have you plowed much this year, this season? No, geez, I've I think this is the
4: either the third or the fourth time that I've Loud period, so... But uh, let me tell you, the dog was just absolutely crazy this morning (laughs) when he got out into that snow and started having fun. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's good to have... When you're a dog, it's good to just go nuts and crazy. Our dog would... uh, Yeah,
1: that's... I agree. Yeah, they do like that. Yeah. Yep. Um, We're not... uh, Yeah, go ahead. I was... Thinking. In fact, I had a phone call from Mike this morning, who I think was headed down to, uh, um, well, south on thirty-five, to visit family, and he saw six squished skunks along the side of the road. <laughs> now, is 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 that the fact that Mama had six babies? Oh, you know, I I, I have to say that I've seen a
4: couple of. Strings of at least six baby skunks going along behind a mom. So yeah, I I don't know how many they can have, and whether they gather up others from, from you know (laughs) whatever. But yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, they're 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 kind of cool to watch the whole little string of them going along. And my wife smelled skunk uh, yesterday morning, so they're they're out and about.
1: Well, a black skunk in the (laughs) snow does stand out a little bit. But I guess what I'm going to lead into is. We also saw two eagles in a big, tall pine tree near our house. Plus, had a call this morning uh, on one of the lakes not far from Duluth, a, uh, a pair of trumpeter swans. So, I guess the mating season's underway.
4: Boy, that's early for the swan. Of course, yeah. everything's early this year. Well, open but, water. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's You know, like driving back and forth to Iron River... I, quite often, I see eagles. You know, wherever there's there's a roadkill smorgasbord, yeah, um, yeah, the, the, they'll be there and and stuff. And so they must be doing a little migrating to the north here too, I would guess. But I mean, swans—it's getting tough to find open water that's going to stay open.
1: Hmm. Yeah, but it looks like for the next. Uh, a couple of weeks, Dave, right? Uh, Mills Or Strandberg.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We've got warm weather and probably not freezing. Yeah, more
0: warm again, but it's going to cool. It's going to be up and down over the next uh, week or so. Okay,
1: so we may get some ice, too. Yeah. Hope those swans. Sub-
0: 50 degrees on Monday again, and then uh, probably down to in the 20s on Tuesday and Wednesday. I
4: think the swans. And then back be-
0: up into the 40s they'll again. They'll be
4: okay. They'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if those swans need some good, warm winter clothes, they can come to Northwest Alda because we got them, and they're on sale right now. Wait
1: a minute. The swans are covered in down already.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I know, but they might need a little more. Gosh, I'll tell you, you know, it's this snow, it, it warms my heart. It's good stuff. Yeah. But uh, we need a lot more of it before it's going to come to any use at all. But, our, you know, our, our winter clearance sale started early. We're talking about it. We're going to keep it going for uh, probably to, into March. By the middle of March, the spring stuff's not all here enough to to uh, uh, do the start the spring the whole spring thing. But we're kind of slowly mm-hmm. getting a few items out. And uh, but you know, winter hats, socks, gloves, uh, boots, uh, Columbia North Face uh, coats, parkas, every. There's all kinds of super specials going on at the store. Great colors, great, still pretty good selection, and uh, we're ready to keep folks uh, outdoors and have fun.
1: But it's going to be interesting. We have to wear warm stuff for a day or two, and then uh, it'll get warm again. So need two, two pair
4: even in the winter time and the summertime this guy's always got a down jacket in the car because you never know when you're gonna need it
1: yep you got that yeah. what are the uh, hours what are your hours at northwest outlet superior we
4: are open yeah we're open uh, monday through friday nine to six saturday nine to 5 30 folks whatever you need for getting outdoors and having fun come check us out lots of camping gear uh, the ticks are kind of poking their heads up once in a while, so I started tick-checking. It's a good thing. Uh, and uh, everybody have a great weekend. Make, make snow angels.
0: The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan.
1: Got me on this one.
0: You said the skunks were out. Yeah. So this is your dead skunk in the middle of the road.
3: Oh, I haven't heard yeah. that for years. Crossing the highway late last night. He should have looked left, and he should have looked right. He didn't see the station wagon car. The skunk got squashed, and there you are. You got your dead skunk in the middle of the road. Who is this? Dead skunk in the
0: uh, Luden the Wainwright III.
1: Luden Wainwright Jr. <laughs> third, <laughs> third Okay. Oh, that's great. All right. Good. I want to hear that again. <laughs> Maybe next week. May I uh, uh Back on the frenzy, Matt King joins us from Fifth. I was going to say Fish Corner, Fisherman's Corner, mm-hmm. Pike Lake area. Morning, Matt.
7: Morning. How are you doing? I've never heard that song before. Oh, <laughs> oh it's a beauty. It's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Especially this time of year when the skunks heard. come out.
0: Yeah. Skunks
7: oh, are. they are.
1: They are. Have yeah. you seen
7: them? I haven't seen them, but I, uh, I, I smelled, smelled them and weird. seen a few on the road. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, we mentioned just a little bit ago there were a couple of swans on a small lake near Duluth. And uh, what was the other one that we talked about we we saw? Uh, eagles? Eagles, yeah. No. Mating eagles, or possibly. Yeah, those,
7: those swans, uh, you know, and these some of these birds could be in for a rude awakening here if we get uh, one of them March snowstorms. Uh, yeah. Snow yeah. Um, I think they'll be getting up and heading south again for a little bit.
1: I hope they don't go too far south, because we had, uh, on our little 100-acre lake up there in tongue we had... Two trumpeter swans, and and uh, uh, I don't know if you've been close enough to those when they're talking to each other. They really have a honk.
7: Oh yeah. Did they have little ones on the lake then?
1: Or? No, they did not. No.
7: Okay. Yeah. I don't,
1: I don't know where they left them.
7: Yeah, they they're uh, they're a pretty neat bird. I mean, that's a giant bird when you watch them take off. They're just it's something else.
1: Yeah, it looks like a C-130 Air Force plane. I wonder where they were before they got to our house, because this was this was in, like, August or so when they showed up.
7: Okay, so probably way up north in Canada would be my guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I've never seen them before, and they are huge, and I uh, hope they come back. So are so, we still fishing, Matt? What do you think?
7: We, we are. We got, uh, you know, basically three days left of walleye and northern, and... Uh, know predator fish here and uh so people are still coming in we're going through quite a bit of bait uh and i think you know it looks like i mean today's a little bit cooler just a, a slight bit of snow but still not bad for this time of the year uh but i suspect there'll be quite a few people this weekend it's supposed to start warming up again tomorrow and you know so i think there'll be some people getting out yet ice is still good
1: yeah be cautious yeah i mean you, uh, here
7: again, I say, you know, and I think I've preached this every week. Is <laughs> I'm not advising people to take vehicles out there other oh. than four-wheelers and, and, and stuff like that, light or walk, you know. Um, we got to be careful there. And then you got to watch, too, some of these lakes that they were driving trucks on. Mm-hmm. They bring salt down onto the lake, and right at the ramps and stuff, they get a little chewed up. So... Um, but but the lakes overall I mean they're still uh, the guys are coming in there's good ice yet mm-hmm. uh it's still clear it's not honeycombed I mean mm-hmm. so just use your caution, stay away from the the river areas and the and the dams and things like that, and just uh use caution and and don't like I say, no trucks I mean not around here,
1: yeah, okay, so I'm out there uh how deep should I uh, lay my hole?
7: You know, uh, for walleyes, uh, we've been doing, uh, when we were up in the, uh, towards, uh, you know, north Itasca area up there, we were getting them in like 20 feet of water. Um, That's where we were catching them. Uh, Staying, you know, 20 feet of water on the flats, just outside the weeds, Mm -hmm. all the way up into, we did catch some up into like 15 feet of water. Um, Right in that last, oh, that last hour of the day or early morning. Um, you know, and uh, getting some good action there. Um, The pike, uh, I was doing quite a bit of uh, tip-up fishing there a week or so ago. Yeah. And fishing them in 32 feet of water right where we were fishing crappies. And I set up uh, the tip-ups, and I was... uh, I set them up, uh, we had uh, three tip-ups out uh, for three guys, and each had a tip-up. And we, we kind of arranged them to start from 20, 15, and 10, yeah. and we ended up ended up moving them all to 10. And we ended up getting like 12 flags, and I think we caught six northern. Wow, In 10 feet. Yeah, so I think what's going on there, part of that is uh, people are out there, they're crappie fishing, they're bluegill fishing. Uh-huh. They're pulling them up. And sometimes those fish get the bend, so they can't go down real fast. When you if you put the yep. smaller ones back in the hole, yep. well, those northern's they catch onto that pretty quick, and I think they're there grabbing them because when I cleaned a couple, they had some nice bluegills in them.
1: Well, really? <laughs> yeah.
7: So that's where they were. Those ten feet down, um, and uh, like you say, we had like twelve legs go off, and we ended up getting fifty percent of them. Um, hmm. The hook that I use for that isn't so. It's a good presentation hook. It's not the best hook for keeping them on because it's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, have you ever seen those Swedish hooks? They're like an L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and that's what I use. And uh, so they're they're not the best on, on, you know, keeping them on your line. You got to keep tight tension and and uh, you know if those fish get the right way. There's not a lot there compared to, like, if you were to run a treble, like a predator rig with a double treble or something like that.
1: Yeah, that's a little complicated when you're trying to get the the hooks out of the mouth.
7: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, But the the presentation, we definitely had more bites on those Swedish hooks uh, than we did on the uh, predator rigs with the trebles. Okay.
2: Um,
7: Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, that's what I would say is, you know, 15 to 20 for the walleyes and, and you know, like I said, I was seeing those pike uh, out there right above your panfish, you know, and I think I'd see those lines sometimes on my graph go down into the panfish. So they mm-hmm. would, you know, they're swooping around in there, and, uh, you know, they'll. Uh, that's where I would say right now uh, what I had lo- success with anyway. I, was,
1: I just uh, mentioned uh, a story that uh, John Meyer had in the paper the other day. It's something like, I, I tossed it already, is, is, is tech too much tech, uh, electronically speaking, do you have a forward-looking depth finder or radar? in your I boat? do not. do not, and yet you sell them there.
7: I do. Hmm. Uh, so we were fishing uh, there that same day I was just talking about, and yeah. I uh, met these guys from down by Aiken, and get to talking to them, and they're like, you know, they asked what I did and stuff, and I told them, and they're like, and you don't have a panoptics <laughs> out here? <laughs> and I said, well, I haven't, uh, I haven't done it yet, and, and, and there's a part of me that thinks it's cheating too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I just I haven't done it yet. I, I, I may do it this summer and put one on my boat. I would love to have it for bass fishing, to be honest. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, then, um,
1: Yeah, then you can point it toward the weed patch and just kind yeah. of spy on them
7: docks and everything else you yeah. know and kind of see them and then okay there's one there how do we get him out of there we throw one over there he doesn't react okay yeah. we throw something else and try to you know try to get him to get it um you know so i think they're fun i think uh, i don't know what's uh, you know they're, they are changing though the amount of fish that are being caught in the lakes there's no doubt mm. about that yeah
1: um, I have mentioned this little story before. I think it was back in the uh, early 70s when the – well, Lawrence came out with their depth finder, the green box. Yep. And the Minnesota DNR was a little concerned about anglers taking too many fish and damaging blah, 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 blah. So what they did was they got Al Lender's group from – what did they call them? The Brainerd uh, fishing team or something. Yep. And uh, they had uh, four guys in one boat with the depth finder, the new depth finder, the only depth finder, and four guys in another boat without. And they fished and fished and fished, and then they changed boats and, and changed equipment for the next day. The DNR said there was no difference in the fish catch. I would argue that now, but I would guess it's because we didn't know how to use them back then.
7: Well, that's part of the thing too, right? And and now you're so advanced that you're getting such a big range with it and you can tell the type of fish. Yeah. You can tell exactly how far away they are. You can you know, so it's it's so advanced. Um I agree a hundred percent with what you said. I I think you're you're spot on, they probably were just trying to figure out how to use those back then. Yep. Um, I remember when I was younger, uh, I go out with my grandpa on Lake Superior. He had a paper draft. Do you remember yes, one of them?
1: I've still got it in my garage and a yep. couple of rolls. They're, they're, they were yeah.
7: interesting, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, ours at uh, Fisherman's Corner.
7: Yeah, we're uh, Monday through Saturday, 8 to 5 on Sundays. We got a bow out of an ice sale going on for the, the remainder of the year here, trying to get rid of... Uh, the rest of our gear. So I mean, these prices are crazy. So come That's on great. up and check it out.
1: Thank you, Matt King, and uh, thank you also Thanks. for uh, being with us last Saturday at the show. Appreciate it. All right, Sir Randy, I'm going to head in the car and uh, <laughs> be cross, careful. I'll cross myself a few All times. Right. Thank That's you.
0: That's a wrap. Uh, stick around. The best of Bruce Sisky show is up next after news.